Okay, so hi, I'm Hannah. I run or did run Sterling Virtual Assistant Services, which is now the content agency. Um, I We create content for businesses and I also am a VA coach. I want to start by um, asking you about this like pivot that you've just done. So have you just changed into a content agency? Yeah, so we realised that the majority of the... Um, things that we were doing for clients was around marketing and creating content and um it just seemed like a really natural next step so the official change is January so we're onboarding clients for January and we'll switch over my old clients from the old company to the new one officially as of January so taking a slow transition I kind of announced to my clients that it was happening um at the end of well halfway through November um so just taking my time with it really was that a big scary decision or did it just feel natural do you know what it's something that I've been thinking about probably for the past well maybe even since I started my business in the back of my head but I think it seemed a lot scarier back then and then it just got to a stage where I was like yep this is what I want to do and and it's something that I kind of like pushed to the back of my mind all the time but it was kind of just there so in some ways yes but in some ways no because it just felt so right at this time does that make sense yeah makes total sense I think sometimes I know people say a lot of like oh there's no point in waiting because there's no perfect time but I do think sometimes when it comes to decisions there is a better time to make them than others because you just feel more confident in what you're doing yeah definitely like over the past two years working as a VA meant that I could do so many different things and I think it gave me the confidence to now do what I want to do in the right way whereas if I had done it earlier I wouldn't have known half the stuff that I know now about business about working with clients or about even creating content so yeah I definitely think that everything happens for a reason I think that there is a lot of pressure out there to niche down so quickly but I feel like if you don't necessarily know or like if your heart's not in it completely then it's not always going to be the right thing. Yeah and I remember having this conversation with you when we worked together which was I mean feels like forever ago now um, where we were talking about niching and I was saying like don't force it because at some point in your business you will figure out the direction that you're going and then it will all make sense but I think sometimes people try and force it on day one and it's like oh well I'm going to choose to do this just because I feel like I should and then you don't give yourself that space to actually figure out where you fit in and I think sometimes by just starting a bit broader you automatically fall into something and it just makes more sense over time yeah definitely and I think I remember you saying that actually and I just remember feeling so much pressure from I don't know who like I don't even know who I felt the pressure from maybe it was like pressure that I put on myself or like just from the online space in general seeing all this like content everywhere saying you know what you should be doing or this that the other and um when there's so much noise around it it's really difficult to make the decision because it's kind of like you're not making it for yourself whereas when I did make the decision eventually when I was ready it really felt right because I was like I'm ready for this and it meant that I could be more confident because I'd waited um but I remember having that conversation with you actually yeah I think it's a big thing isn't it like what you've just said there about when you're consuming so much content which is normal right like when you start a business you're consuming because you don't know everything so you're just trying to learn as much as possible I think the downside of that is sometimes you lose your own voice and like you don't know 
what it is that you want or what it is that you've just kind of like internalized from somebody else or you might feel really confident about something and then you read something that says you should do the opposite and you question yourself and I think it's really easy to like lose yourself and your identity and your goals when you're consuming so much. Yeah definitely and um, I think as well just going like touching on that a bit further it's like the first few months of business I was I feel like I've always limited who I listen to and I'm quite specific with who I follow and things like that so it's not too overwhelming but I think um it's just generally just generally put out there that that's what you need to do and um even I remember talking I think it may have been with you Gemma when we first started and it was about like my pricing my packages and all of this and I genuinely didn't really know what other people were offering and I think that was one of the best things that I could have done for my business because having the lack of knowledge like obviously I've done a bit of market research I knew what the average rate was etc cetera, etc cetera, but I didn't know like exactly how to put packages together or what what would work best or this that the other and I kind of figured it out for myself which with a coach which I think actually benefited benefited my business in the short term because my business did grow quite quickly whereas I feel like if I'd consumed all of that content from every other VA like out there I probably would have sat and not made those decisions as quickly being careful with what you consume is so important yeah I actually love that and I totally agree that sometimes the less you know the better because I also think that you know doing things the way that other people are doing them doesn't necessarily mean you're doing them the right way and that actually when you get new people who start a business who don't know what the norms are and don't know the way that everyone else is doing them, they are more likely to come up with new solutions that are better or new ways of doing things that are even better for the client because they are just trusting themselves and observing what's happening and being like, okay, this seems like a good solution rather than forming a solution based on everyone else's solution. So I think there's real power in that. Definitely. And I think that that doing that and being that brave to not like take everything else in is one of the scariest things but also one of the best things that you can do because you know when you're uncomfortable you go to that next level and I think that that uncomfortable stage at the beginning is so nerve-wracking when you already don't know very much about business but if you can like get through that then it's definitely worth it you know listening to you speak right now you seem so confident like you've totally got your shit together and you know exactly what you're doing so is that how it feels behind the scenes? Um, kind of. Do you know what? For the first time in my life, <laughs> in the, like for, you've known me since like the start of my business journey. And I feel like it has taken me a long time to get to where I am. But I feel like I'm at a place where when something happens, I'm actually probably the most relaxed about everything (laughs) like I'm relaunching like relaunching the business at the minute and it's I've given myself like two months to do it and everything just feels so easy because like don't get me wrong there are times like last night I was up crying because I'm like oh my goodness there's so much going on and it's overwhelming am I going to get everything done that kind of doesn't go away but I think being having the experience to now deal with the situations is is easier I do think but yeah, That's I still have behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so huge though, because 
I think you're right. Like nothing ever goes away, but you are still human. So you're still going to cry. You're still going to get overwhelmed sometimes, but it almost sounds like you've become like more resilient. So when things do happen, it doesn't knock you over. It might make you stop for a minute and be like, Oh, what do we do here? But maybe when you first started, it would have been something that made you actually stop altogether and be like, Oh my God, can I even do this? And now it's like, Oh, this is difficult, but like, I can do it, you know? Yeah. And when we were working together, I remember being that person that would sit on decisions for like weeks and weeks and weeks. And um, you said to me back then, which really stuck with me even to this day, is that um, like successful CEOs make quick decisions. And so I've kind of just like carried that on through my business journey ever since, because I think that that was like one of the most powerful things anyone has ever said to me. And um it's so true. And like being able to make those quick decisions and just go with your gut feeling. And I think that does come with time and experience because at the start, you don't really have have that. But once you get into things, you realize, okay, I think as well, because my business grew so quickly, I like had to deal with a lot very, very early on. So like now I'm like nothing like I've been through loads, like nothing's that bad. I've been through worse. So it's like you just weigh it up, don't you? Yeah. And I remember those conversations because you used to get stuck on things and you would just totally overwhelm yourself with decisions that you could have made in like five minutes. I remember that. Um, (laughs) One of the other things I remember talking to you about is like self-care and actually you taking care of yourself in the day. Do you still do that? Oh yeah. I just had a bath and washed my hair and did a face mask before (laughs) I come on here. (laughs) I've been working from my bed this morning because I was up really late last night um so yeah like especially because Isabel has been going to bed really late recently um, my daughter so I think like self-care right now is like huge for me because basically a month ago I had COVID and I was sick for about four weeks after um it really took the life out of me so yeah self-care is like top of the list right now <laughs> I've always loved the way you do this because you used to message me and be like, Gemma, I'm in the spa. And it would be like the middle of the day on a Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? For a little while, I lost lost that because um, like as I think it was like the start of summer last year, business was just like at its busiest it's ever been. And I was not able to like step away from my desk. And I think like when I caught COVID, like literally like six, seven weeks ago, I it was like a huge kind of moment where I was like oh I used to have so much time why don't I anymore and it's like recognizing that and then making the change and I think like being able to like again make those quick decisions and make that change is gonna help me long term and help anyone long term because otherwise you just burn out and I've experienced that so (laughs) yeah no I 100% agree and I think it is easy to lose sometimes isn't it like you just have to have those moments where you sit with yourself and you're like hang on a minute am I doing all the things that I should be doing or am I getting lost in the work because it's so easy to forget and to just focus on client work and focus on all the things you're trying to achieve and then be like oh wait I didn't have breakfast or lunch and I've not been outside and I've not even had a shower yeah literally but I think there are seasons where you have that and it's like embracing it for those seasons because those those times will come when you're so busy you can't like leave the home office or whatever but it's then recognizing okay when does this need to stop like are we past the busy season now am I creating excuses and holding yourself accountable a little bit because I'm interrupting my own episode today very quickly just to give you a podcast exclusive offer as a thank you for being here and for listening and for just being amazing um so I have put together five templates 
that are email templates for difficult client conversations. So things like um, wanting to raise your prices and thinking how on earth do I communicate that without losing all of my clients but still being assertive. Um, implementing your boundaries. So maybe your clients are pushing boundaries or you've never communicated them and you really want to communicate with them that they need to respect your boundaries going forward so that you can do your job and not be overwhelmed but you don't know how to communicate that. Um, the others are asking for feedback, making a change to something. So maybe you want to use a new system or new client communication. Basically, there are five plug and play email templates for those difficult client conversations that I have written out for you. All you need to do is download them, copy and paste them into an email, fill in the bits that are highlighted yellow so that you can put your own information in, send it away and it is done. No more stressing, no more panicking about how difficult it is to step into your CEO and communicate those messages. I have done hard work for you. So these are gonna be for sale in an email funnel behind the scenes for 25 pound. But for those of you listening, they are 9.99. So all you need to do is DM me on Instagram at virtually done or send me an email at hello at virtually done.co. Say podcast templates, and I will send them to you for $9.99. Working from home and having the flexibility and freedom is great, but then not holding yourself accountable to actually do those things is like, it's so easy to do. Yeah, I, I love this. This is such a good conversation. It's interesting because like you said, I've worked with you quite early on and to hear you now and the way that you kind of speak about your business, you really do sound like that CEO that I know you wanted to step into. Like, it's really powerful. Do you feel that? Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, yeah. So I'll give you an example. So this morning, one of my associates, she is brilliant, but she was contacting me because a client hadn't given her like what she needed. And I just said to her, I've chased them a few times it's okay. Like, like it's fine. They'll come to us when we're ready. And me back in the day probably would have been like, oh my goodness, they've not, they've not given us what we need. What do we do? Blah, blah, blah. And I would have been so stressed out by that. But that's just like one very small situation where I think like me stepping into CEO shows because yeah, back in the day, I would have been just as stressed as she was. <laughs> but now I'm able to like step back and be like, it's really not that bad. It will be fine. <laughs> what would you say has been the most challenging thing that's happened in your business or that you've dealt with? Um, I think difficult clients. I say difficult mm -hmm. clients. Yeah, I've had like a, I've had a couple of clients where. Um, things have gone wrong so which is inevitable in business like it's going to happen and I'm happy that it happened early on because I can learn from it and make sure that it doesn't happen ever again so one was a client didn't sign my contract and that I was stressed for about six months <laughs> um because I wasn't sure how it was going to work out and in the end it worked out in my favor so that was fine um and I think it's remembering that everything will get resolved and everything will be fine in the end as well because the stress will eat at you if you let it. Um, and the other one was recently um, an associate did some work for me and it wasn't up to the standard that the client would have wanted it to be. I have to be so careful what I say because I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was tricky to deal with, but I managed to like resolve the issue and learn from it and make sure that it never ever happens again. But I think it's just like I was quite lucky to not really experience too many negative situations happening. But when I do, I really take it seriously and try and learn as much as I can from it and try not to take it too personally because it's 
business. Yeah. And that's the thing, isn't it? It's not even about you as a person. It's a business thing. And I just want to touch on something else before we finish, because something that I loved about when you were starting your business was that you wanted associates quite early on. So some people, they book themselves out so that they're like overwhelmed and burnt out and they've got more clients than they can handle. And only then do they start looking at hiring someone and getting support. Whereas you kind of wanted the opposite, didn't you? You kind of looked at hiring people quite early so what was your reasoning for that and are you glad that you did that oh yeah a hundred percent I think one of the main reasons back then was that it felt really cool <laughs> like it felt amazing to have a team member like I think I hired my first team member at four months in and um and she is now my assistant which is brilliant working one-to-one with me which is just like a dream come true but back then taking her on for the first time was just a really big deal and it felt really like it made me feel like a CEO which was really good but also because I had Isabel at home with me she was like I guess between six and nine months when I officially started my business so to be honest I was quite unreliable because my daughter came first and if she was sick or I was tired and I couldn't get the work done it was really important for me to have backup and support there to go to so I think that was probably the biggest reason was that I wanted I wanted my business to be a success I didn't want the quality of the work to drop and yeah support meant a lot to me back then it still does now and it's worked it's worked really well for you and I think it's a really good decision that you made because you've got to set up a business that works for you right and you know a lot of people start a business because they have a goal in mind whether that's being with their family more or being able to travel more or whatever else it might be and actually by filling your days up with client work to the point where you can't leave your desk you don't create that life for yourself and then you have to almost go backwards and and do a lot of work to change what you've created whereas you had a goal in mind you knew what you wanted your life to look like and you created that from day one yeah that's it and I think even now that's something that I carry with me it's like everything I do now within the business I think okay how is this going to affect me long term is this going to be scalable will I still have time to be me and be mum and be business owner and balance all of those things then I think that that's so important like for anyone because everyone's situation is different but I think um it it was also so at the start of summer I took on I had 10 associates working with me and I was up to my eyeballs and client work myself that was a real learning curve for me and that's why I stepped back stripped everything back down to just one service and was brave enough to make the change um and yeah I think no matter what you you have situations that you can learn from but it's actually taking the time to sit and recognize and evaluate those situations because if you don't nothing's going to change yeah I agree with you 100% I love this you should have your own podcast you know (laughs) I would love that (laughs) (laughs) maybe one day (laughs) maybe and then you can get me on (laughs) yeah definitely Gemma I would love that (laughs) okay so final question if anyone is listening to this right now what would your number one piece of business advice be Oh, that is a good question. Dream big. And for me, okay, so here, this is going to be a tad long answer, but I'll try and 
shorten it down for you. Um, everyone told me, what's your yearly goal? What's your five-year plan? What's your 10-year plan? Well, for me, everything changed every three months. So every three months, it was different. And yeah, I could sit here and set a yearly goal, and I probably will set a goal, but you know, you could achieve that goal so much quicker. And back when I started, I didn't know that. But now that I've reached the goals that I had way earlier than I ever expected to, I think, yeah, just dream big because if you want it and you work hard, but also prioritize yourself, you can make it happen. Yes. Cheers to that. We should have like champagne. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. It's been honestly so nice catching up with you because it's been like a long journey and I've loved watching it. And I just feel like you've grown so much especially in confidence like oh my gosh you're a different person and I love it and I'm so excited for you where can people come and find you if they want to come and chat yeah definitely over on Instagram at Hannah VA mentor um so yeah come and chat to me (laughs) and I love that Gemma it makes me so emotional because I genuinely feel like you have been with me since like day one or I've definitely been with you since day one um so yeah um yeah thank you (laughs) 